Radio. You're listening to Cryptocurrent, the only podcast that explores the bold projects, exciting opportunities, and the growing reach of blockchain and cryptocurrency. Whether you've got skin in the game or you're just crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay Cryptocurrent. Now here's your host, Richard Carthon. Today's episode is brought to you by Blockchain Boys Club. The Blockchain Boys Club is a value-first NFT collection of 5,555 unique art pieces called BC Boys. Having a BC Boy is a key to access the terminal, member-only perks, and exclusive membership in the club. Other perks include access to a $50,000 liquidation grant, access to exclusive merchandise, access to podcast ownership, and a $100,000 community investment pool. For more information, go to blockchainboys.club. Again, that's blockchainboys.club. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent, your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a special guest all the way out in the Netherlands working on an awesome crypto project, NFT space. You need to learn more about this. We have the creator and the founder of the remarkable Blockchains Boys Club, Leighton. How are you doing today? Hey, man, I appreciate you having me on here, Richard. It's great to be here. And uh, yeah, no, can't wait to kind of dive into it. No doubt, man. Before we learn more about that, first, want to learn more about you. Can you give us some background on yourself? Yeah, by all means. So I'm very much in the startup space. My professional work experience kind of surrounds digital marketing. My experience and love and passion for blo- for blockchain and cryptocurrencies as a whole kind of came in 2017. Actually, one of my co-founders of this project and who I've also been doing a lot of my marketing work with, he introduced me to kind of the whole ICO craze back in 2017. Right. This is this is. I don't know if you were like on some of the uh, like the Bitcoin um, subreddits. You know, this is when Bitcoin just broke four thousand dollars, right? And how crazy of a time it was like to be alive right then. People were already going crazy, and it feels like an entire lifetime ago. Kind of scary to think about. So yeah, that was kind of my introduction into the space and actually trading in general, which was pretty phenomenal. You know, no one ever told me ten thousand percent returns were not normal. Like you, you are not supposed to see that regularly, right? Right. Um, so, I mean, we dove deep. Um, we were like constantly researching projects, investing in a bunch of ICOs, found some really good ones, found some really bad ones. I'm still holding on to some from four years ago, like absolutely comical. I mean, I almost just want to like frame them and put them up if I could on the wall. So that was kind of really been my experience uh, with it. I mean, naturally with the 2018 crash, I think that was pretty scary for most most people because that, that crash was like especially brutal. Everything pretty much went all the way back to ICO prices. And 2018, 2019, I mean, just that entire bear run kind of fell a little bit in and out um, at times, but constantly been trying to day trade, go along, f- figuring out trading, different trading strategies. And obviously, I mean, there, there have been a few trends we've missed, things we picked up on. But yeah, I mean, most recently with this whole NFT craze has kind of been where we're at now. If you want, I can get into kind of the origin of the project and kind of what we're trying to do there. Yeah. Let's go ahead and dive into that. So, I mean, again, you have an extensive background being in the crypto space. You were able to be in when Bitcoin was around four grand, able to see it go up, down and whatnot. And the roller coaster that is crypto. It's interesting that you saw a lot of people in 2018, 2019 during that bear market kind of disappear. And the ones who kind of stuck around said, like, you know what, I'm gonna keep looking into this. Like me, myself, I got in late 2018. And when we were going in, well, early 2018. And as we went through the entire bear, I was like, this is the future. This is going to happen. It's either going to go to nothing or it's going to be the greatest thing ever. And I'm banking it's going to go on the greatest thing ever. 
And with you being involved in seeing like some of the early NFTs and then even to what has emerged basically beginning this March, tell us kind of the origin story of like, how did you see like the NFTs as a niche and then wanting to go and create something in that space? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, we had obviously seen the creation of NFTs, I mean, way back when. I mean, CryptoKitties was one of like the first big mainstream projects. And I remember like when it crashed Ethereum because gas fees were super high and there was so much traffic going on with that project. I mean, just to kind of see it come to fruition, I mean, there have been so many evolutions, I think, in the NFT space. I mean, where it's come in the last six months is phenomenal. So we didn't really kind of conceptualize the, the need to kind of create a project up until I think about four months ago, just as kind of Again, just to take a step back quickly here, I mean, me and my buddy just being in the blockchain space, something, I mean, because we've only ever traded alongside one another, we never really had any kind of support system. We never really had anyone to kind of, you know, suggest, give you feedback on on certain trading signals to give you feedback on, you know, maybe this isn't a good buy. This might be a smart investment, you know, really stay on top of market trends. And there was like the DeFi craze of 2019. We were super late to that. I mean, pretty much missed the whole thing. And this was in terms of investing in early base projects. So we were constantly trying to look for a solution to this problem. And coming from a startup background, I'm a big believer in two things. One is you've got to create, if you're going to create a project or you're going to create a product, it's got to solve a real world problem. And two, it's got to be a product that you're willing to stand behind. It's got to be good value. So that number one, we were like, what is the problem we're trying to solve here? And we're like, look, man, we've missed so many things. We've never had someone to kind of bounce ideas off of, I mean, besides one another. We've never really had someone to kind of give us instructions. We're like, look, this... This is the perfect synergy with the NFT space because what we can now do is kind of bridge that gap of the cryptocurrency world and building out a meaningful community where we can bring in blockchain enthusiasts, um, creators, founders, investors to give market insight, um, share market insight, should I say, rather, with one another, being able to allude to potentially lucrative uh, financial investments, all kinds of different aspects and dimensions of the market, kind of bring that into one collective space where everyone benefits from one another. And in that way, it just kind of relieves the burden and stress of, of, you know, having to always check your tickers every, you know, 20 minutes, constantly opening up the Binance app, constantly having to be worried about reading the news, you know, just to have that sense of, look, there's a community here, they're going to give me good suggestions. And again, in the early days, even around 2018, I mean, you saw how some of the crypto, crypto subreddits just divulged into absolute toxicity. And the space, I mean, even today, it's still very like cultish to an extent, right? People are very kind of separatist on you know, I hold this token, okay, it's gone down. And I get it, you know, it's, it's all human nature. When you invest in something and it goes the other way, you kind of feel even more attached to it. You know, it's one of these like irrational arguments, but it's just part of human nature. And it's just what we do, right? I only bring that up because we we know how to compare kind of what a strong community looks like and what something that's a little bit too toxic looks like. So being able to have that comparison is kind of, again, we, we came to the space like, look, this NFT craze is the perfect opportunity to create something that meaningful, that actually solves the problem that we're looking to solve. And we've just kind of put the message out there and see how many people are willing to resonate with that. And, and it's been really reaffirming kind of having people come into the discord. And they're like, dude, this is awesome. Both what you guys are doing here, just kind of shooting us DMs, having conversations. It's all been pretty genuine. So I mean, we're, we're trying to let it grow organically. And yeah, it's been a fun experience so far. It's good to have the background and the context because honestly, your backgrounds look very similar to why I even started CryptoCurrent in the first place. When I first got in the space, didn't have a great reliable source to go for information. Everything was either super technical or here's how you get rich quick and get your crypto Lambo. And like you said, toxic. And I wanted to be able to create content and information and learn for myself that I think I could transfer to other people. And it sounds like 
you are also trying to create that kind of community and be able to create a way that you're bringing in people who collectively want to all prosper together, all get really good information and be able to help each other get to that next financial level that they're all seeking to do. So you create the name Blockchain Boys Club. So how did you come up with the name? And then also, you know, where are you currently at with the process? I'm sure you've been putting a lot of work into creating the NFTs and what are kind of the like reward structures with being part of Blockchain Boys Club, like kind of break some of that down for us. Yeah, by all means. So the origin, the kind of the name of the project, the majority of what we've done so far, if you take a look at like our merchandise, our website, it alludes to that second point that I talked about earlier. Like we wanted to create a genuine product that we think is high value. We're willing to stand behind. That's why we fully doxed the team. You know, we're putting our identities behind everything. We thought about like, what kind of brand would we want to build? You know, not something that's totally obscure, totally arbitrary. Like, let's come up with something that we think is cool. We think is fun, is indicative of what we're doing here, the community we're building. And so we, I mean, we bounced around a bunch of ideas and we're like, let's, let's call it what it is, right? It's the Blockchain Boys Club. I put on my marketing hat definitely for a little while. And it was like, uh, you know, 80 to 90% of people in the blockchain space tend to be male. But at the same time, again, we just kind of wanted to come from a place of what is something we kind of think is, sounds fun, you know, sounds cool and, and that we want to get behind. So that's kind of how we came up with it. In terms of the utility behind the project, we've got a number of things. So first and foremost, we're looking to build out a community portal area where you'll be able to message other members, check out some of these trading signals, get news, get have a live feed of, of all this like valuable information. So we're currently working on building out that UI. And again, we're, we're bouncing ideas off our community members, you know, figuring out what features do we want, do we not need? We don't want to come from a place of just creating something for the sake of creating something. You know, there's actually no value to the end user. Again, the great thing is that both my co-founder and I, we've been in this space for so long, we know what kind of f- features and functions we're looking for. We're like, this is something we would genuinely use ourselves. And if we would use it ourselves, there's a good chance there's a whole host of people with the same kind of problem who are looking for a similar solution. In terms of the other benefits of the project, we've got a $50,000 liquidation grant. We do a lot of margin trading. Um, I've had some bad trades. They go south sometimes. It's not up to you, right? So we've got a little bit of a safety net there. We've got $100,000 community investment pool. So this is for the community collectively to kind of make decisions on. And then profits and revenues go back into the organization. We've got exclusive merchandise for our holders. We've got weekly lotteries. And then we've also got a podcast that we're going to be creating called Traders Gone Wild. And all holders are going to be direct owners or partial owners of that podcast. We wanted to create a podcast that was kind of like fun, talks about some of the hilarious crypto stories, hilarious yellow stories of people, you know, trading 20x leverages, some of the hilarious projects in the space, just like what what shitcoin are you holding today? Just all kinds of really fun stuff. And again, we just wanted to kind of take a step back and help people realize, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they're all pixels on a screen, they're all digits that you're going to get a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. I mean, full transparency, like I fell into a few bouts of depression, especially in 2018, right? It's like you make a ton of money, no one ever told you to sell. And then it kind of comes crashing down. You're like, Oh, wait, yeah, I definitely should have sold some, you know, it it kind of like all hits you at once. So again, we just kind of wanted to help people take a step back, like understand, it's just money at the end of the day. And and again, try to relieve more of a sense of humor and relieve the the sense of anxiety and stress, like you are going to miss trades, man. And it's just part of the game. That's a lot of value that you're bringing in. And, you know, I just, I want to spend just a quick second on, on something you said, or two things. One, the concept of taking profit, and we'll actually spend some time on this in a second, especially as we're going through this oh, bullish time. Means. I mean, I can walk you, yeah, walk you through all kinds of trading strategies. I mean, right, not that I have any idea what I'm talking about, but yeah. 
But and, and we'll we'll break some of that down in a second. But the other piece of it is just the mental piece that goes with it. Like the crypto world is twenty four hours. It does not stop. There's constantly news coming out. You're constantly having to stay on top of stuff. There's all these different things from Telegram, Discord, Twitter to so many places where you can get literally just system overload of just constant stimulation. And then you always can have FOMO. You can have like, oh, I should have sold some here, and like, oh, I could have gotten this project and it'd be worth X. Like, there's so many stimulants that can like become overwhelming and kind of weigh you down. And, and sometimes it's good to just have other people in the space that you can kind of even speak to and relate to like those moments of like, oh man, this just feels heavy um, and be able to, to walk through and, and get past that. So I think you being able to create that community to have that kind of fellowship with one another, to be able to talk about those things, talk about when margin trades go bad because they do, <laughs> you know, you're going to have some good ones, but you're going to have some bad ones. They happen. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, this is Steve Miller, and I'm the host of CC Live, the show that keeps you up to date with what's popping off in crypto land. Every episode of CC Live brings you the latest news, keeps you updated on the top projects, and decrypts everything you need to know to get ahead in the wild world of Web3. So if you really want to stay Cryptocurrent, join Richard, Chris, and I every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on YouTube Live. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Cryptocurrent's YouTube channel today, and as always, stay Cryptocurrent. It's exactly that. And, you know, like anyone who you follow in the space, you know, people only ever post their green trades, first of all. And I think a lot of people forget this, that like no one posts their losses. And there's a reason for that, right? So it's no one, no one trades effectively 100% of the time. And no one makes green trades 100% of the time. And if they're selling you that concept, you know, they're, they're, they're probably, you know, lying out their ass. And so you kind of just have to realize like, failing is, is a part of the game. And it's just all mitigating risk, right? That's, that's the effectiveness of trading in general. But yeah, we wanted to kind of like humble people like, don't worry, like you can have red trades. That, that's that's all part of the game. I think sometimes the lifestyle or the concepts you see get advertised to you suggest otherwise, but like that's that's just not the case. So we're trying to, in fact, apply a little bit more of a kind of human psyche to how things work. Definitely. And I think that's a important piece of it. A lot of it gets lost in translation. Like you said, these uh, crypto influencers and teams who are going out, they they like to show you all the green, but they don't like to show you the red. And oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why it's good to have the transparency of good and bad and no one want to take profits, et cetera. Just general knowledge, things that a lot of new crypto enthusiasts come in thinking that they're hardcore traders and they're investors. And there's a big difference. And if you want to become an, uh, a trader, you can just, it takes steps. You need to have people that can help you avoid some of those bruises. You're going to get some anyway, because it's just part of the game, but like it can help you from making massive losses and help you like figure out and learn faster. So you can come in and, and make sure that you're getting your gains. But I do want to just spend um, another just quick second on you're getting ready to launch. Can you give us some more information on that? Yeah, no, absolutely. So we're working towards our uh, pre-sale launch, which is going to be next week, November 20th. So we're, we're still just kind of getting as much exposure out as possible, getting the word out. Again, just trying to put the message out, see who it resonates with. And by all means, we're not trying to sell anything immediately. We're, we're just saying, come out and have a conversation with us. See what we're about. Check out the website. If it's something that interests you, you want to kind of talk to us, have a little bit more of a conversation, by all means, come to the Discord, shoot me a message, talk to some of our awesome members, and and yeah, go from there. Awesome, man. Well, for people that want to do that, what are the good ways that they can connect? Yeah, so we've got a website, uh, blockchainboys.club, and then we've also got a Discord group, so that would be discord.gg slash blockchainboysclub. So by all means, I mean, we've also got a Twitter and an Instagram, but if you check out our website, you'll be able to find all those uh, affiliated links through that. And 
yeah, come on over, man. Just have a conversation with us. Absolutely. Well, sounds good. Everyone listening, make sure you go check that out. For everyone that's watching, as you can see, there's a cool blockchain boys club of flag in the background that Layden is showing off. So if you are listening, yeah, make, sure you go, <laughs> make sure you go and uh, check out our YouTube so you can see that and check out some of the other amazing things that we have going on there. But Layden, I also want to get back to you on the concept that you talked about with everything going on in the traders aspect about the importance of taking profit. So actually, we at CryptoCurrent created a piece of content yesterday that literally talked about the importance of what it means to take profit. Can you kind of just give some scenarios of like what you would consider some best practices of what that looks like? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I mean, this, this again, not financial advice, but None purely this is financial form, advice. I, I've, I've also never studied um, trading. I've never studied. This is purely just kind of my experience, right? This is four years of being in the crypto space, seeing things go up 10,000%. First and foremost, a piece of advice that I, that I try to live by too. And this actually took me a long time to actually conceptualize and, and internalize too. When you make a trade, you don't actually have to ever sell 100% of your position. This was one of the first things that I kind of came to terms with. And I was like, wow, you know, it sounds so obvious when you say it out loud. But it's one of those things in practice, a lot of people, I think, forget to deploy. Anytime that you think something is a good or you're not really sure, you're like, oh, it might go up higher, it might not, sell 50% right? You don't have to get rid of your entire position. So you can sell 50% now and just wait to see what happens with the rest. And it goes the same for selling, it goes the same for buying, right? If you're going to buy now, just buy with 50%, see what happens. The price may go way lower. Because if you buy 100% now and it continues to dip, then you're stuck and then you're feeling, oh man, I should have waited. But as long as you, you still have a little bit more to play with, and again, you could do 50%. And then when that next moment comes, do another 50%. So now you're down to 25% of your original stack. That would be number one is just kind of like a safe measure. Number two, if it's good enough to take a screenshot of, it's good enough to sell. So, you know, if, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, man, I'm going to send this to my buddy. This is awesome. It's, it's probably also a good time that you should get out of the trade. Other than that, I, I, I mean, there's a whole host of different strategies out there. Another one might be, you know, have a price target when you get into something. Put in your money, tell yourself now, or should I say, write it down on a piece of paper. If I hit this quantity or this total value, I'm willing to get out. I would be happy with this. But I'm telling you right now, if you don't write that down, you don't put it on that sticky note and put that by your laptop, when that time comes, you're going to be sitting there thinking, oh, but it's going up, right? Let it go up again. Let Just let it double again, right? Well, if it's already doubled so easily, it's surely going to double again. That's not how it works. And again, you just have to be content with your decisions, making enough trades, being in the space long enough. You, you just kind of have to accept you're not going to win them all. You're going to make wrong decisions. You just have to kind of live with them. So a couple things there. So yeah, that's kind of a, would be my uh, suggestions. Yeah, I think those are solid pieces to take into consideration. Again, everyone listening, we don't give out financial advice here. This is all just our personal experiences and things to consider. One of the things I like to tell and speak on is taking out your principal plus a little bit of profit. So for example, if a person puts in a hundred bucks and then three weeks later, it's worth 300. I personally would then take out my principal, which is a hundred dollars. And then I'd probably take anywhere from 50% to hundred percent of that. So at the 50 or another hundred bucks. So now I took out 200 bucks and I have the other hundred there. And I just let it ride. It's house money. If you're talking about like casino money, like you're literally just letting that, if it goes up to a thousand, great. If it goes to nothing, whatever, I've already won. You've already taken profit yeah, that no, you're good absolutely. with and you, there's no chance you lose at all. And so it's just a good concept to have, especially going after through both a, a, a bullish and bear market because it becomes very easy to think, oh, this is just going to keep going and going and going. Then next thing you know, you're upside down. You're like, how did we get here? 
Yeah, exactly that. Now, I mean, in, even in an extension of that, right, is only invest what you're willing to lose. Don't rely on cryptocurrency to change your life and, and don't rely it on it as, as a sole source of income. It should be something on the side, something that you just kind of uh, have just be additional. I think as long as you're still in that mindset, you've still got other revenue streams coming in, you're always going to be fine with thinking, okay, if this tanks, it sucks, it's horrible, but it's not the end of the world. Or like it, it becomes the end of the world when you rely on it solely. So at that same time, don't let crypto completely consume your livelihood. As tempting as it is, as yeah, fixated as you might be, checking prices every morning, checking prices before you go to bed. I mean, I do that. I do that compulsively, you know? So again, t- try not to let it consume your entire livelihood. No doubt, man. Well, three more you fun questions I want to kind of look at is, as we look at the entire market over the last year, you know, the, one of the big players right now are both um, NFTs, the metaverse, and of course, there's a lot of cool trades to get into. There's DeFi, there's security, there's, there's so many different plays. What do you think going into 2022 as we potentially could see us eventually getting out of a bull cycle, or even if the super cycle, whatever you want to call it, eventually there will be a reckoning. There will be a clawback. When that moment happens, and I'm not saying we're going to get back to like 2018, 2019 territory, but there will probably be some bearish times. What do you think is going to be important for people to be evaluating during that time? That's a really good question. I think what kind of led to the whole, I mean, during the ICO craze, right? I think things just kind of, kind of blown out of proportion. You saw all these projects. I mean, obviously, the technology was quote unquote revolutionary at that time. Everyone was trying to find new innovative applications for the technology, right? And then it kind of all got blown out of proportion in the way of, is there actually a need for this? You know, is there a utility for this? And I think it's it's even hard right now to really digest that because it feels because there is such a demand for these NFTs for the metaverse. I mean, all the craze right now are these game game fi tokens, right? Maxis Affinity, Sandbox. I mean, there's a bunch of them, right? It feels very much like there is a real utility to them. It feels like they belong, but again, it it does sometimes take a bear cycle to really kind of make sense of. But are people actually going to be using this? So. In light of that, during a bear run, I would just kind of, again, if you believe in a project and you've seen, done your due diligence into terms of why you're investing in it, right? We're not talking about shit coins here. We're talking about legitimate projects, projects that are on the, the top 100 of CMC. Again, just stand by your conviction, right? I think there's nothing wrong with holding. And then at the end of the day, the premise is this will go up in another five years, right? So I'm not saying you shouldn't sell and then buy back at a lower price. But again, if, if you have enough conviction and you believe in the project that you're investing in, there's no reason why you won't be continuing to buy more as the price goes down and then you can dollar cost average your way all the way down. Definitely. That's definitely a lot to to take in. But to your point, if you have conviction, it's good. Play the long game. In the long run, you typically come out on top. Um, I, will, I will attest to that. Absolutely. You know, as someone who's who's tried to, you know, you try to tap market again, day trading is just more of the, one of those things. It's just kind of like fun to do when you get caught up in it. You're like, it's just exciting. It's stress inducing, cause a lot of anxiety, but it, you know, it's almost addictive. It's fun to do. But I will tell you, like my mom's just put in money, at, you know, at certain points, it made like infinitely more than I have just it's like a buy and hold game almost always comes out on top. The long trends, long trades tend to uh, be more favorable. But again, you got to pick the right proje- projects, do your due diligence, don't be buying something just because someone's shilling it to you, go join the subreddit, see what the community is about, see what kind of utilities behind it, and invest in things. Yeah, that don't feel like they're just a fad. Right. No, I think those are absolute great gems. You know, as we kind of conclude here, man, like what is a final thought that you want to leave with everyone listening here today? I'd say, again, don't let crypto kind of totally consume everything that you think and do. I mean, as, as easy it is, as it is, 
I mean, I, I get caught up too. You know, sometimes I'll just like, all I can think about is charts. All I want to do is go back to, to you know, look at prices and it's addictive, right? And again, like you had said earlier, it's a new space in the way that it's 24 seven, right? You can't turn it off. You can't, you can't sleep on it. You wake up, it's down 30%. You're like, how could I have predicted that? You can't have, right? So I think people just need to kind of take a step back and realize again, just digits on a screen and whatever you're going through, 99% of the rest of us are going through it too. So again, don't forget and don't, don't think, you know, I played this out wrong and, and that, that's a reflection on my part. That's just being human and uh, we've all been there. So yeah, don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. And a good reminder to join good communities and have people who have been there, done that. You can speak through strategies, get second opinions, and also just know that like you're not experiencing this thing alone because a lot of people think that when they're going through this and a lot of people in their immediate circles can't have empathy because they don't necessarily understand it, find these communities that can. So, you know, potentially good community that you can join right now is the Blockchain Boys Club. Make sure you check them out, especially when this NFT drops very soon. We'll make sure to be pushing that out once it is available. But again, Leighton, can you tell us again one more time all the different ways that people can connect with y'all and be ready for when this uh, NFT drops? Yeah. So again, uh, we got a website, blockchainboys.club. That's our site. And you'll be able to link to our Twitter and Discord from there. And if you do use Discord, our Discord is discord.gg slash blockchainboysclub. And uh, you should be able to join directly. And, and yeah. All right. Well, perfect. Well, thank you again for spending some time with us. Everyone, make sure you go check that out. And for everyone listening, stay cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, we want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Megan with Podcasting You. Richard does such a good job covering a variety of topics. Their guests offer valuable insight as well. I would recommend this podcast to anyone looking to be inspired and informed. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent.
Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other Cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.